cold open. So we got a bit of a quick episode today. Always. Um, because we are eternally busy. We're never yeah, free. Yeah, it's actually really rare. I did have that whole week off, but I still couldn't find time. Yeah, I mean, every time I've got a week off, you're busy, and every time you've got a week off, I'm busy, so we're always just powering through stuff, but at least we haven't got assessments. Well, technically, I still yes, have a lot same. of assessments. I still but, have a lot you know. of assessments. That has not changed. I... For this beautiful show, we find the time. Yes, we're finding the time a lot less often, though, and I'm sorry about that. Mm. But also, what's an yes. Australian thing that doesn't have issues with regular uploads? Because <laughs> I have not... Like, Code Bullet, fabulous YouTube, has not seen him consistently. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyone that's Aussie struggles with an upload schedule. That's just the way it work. the it's world works. the way it is. Some, um, would, some would argue us Aussies must be busier, but I wouldn't want to start any sort of fights here. Oh, yeah, no, we're definitely not busier. <laughs> <laughs> we're just lazy. Um. Fortunately, though, we've got an episode that's kind of light on implications. Um, Yeah, it's The Wizard of Oz. Uh, You know, The Wizard of Oz, you know that show with the witches and the house and Dorothy and a dog and the red things? I have heard of it. It's pretty good. Well, this is the Phineas and Ferb edition. Um, Yeah. And it's very much just the same story, but slightly different. Um, And it's also one of those all a dream things, which means that there's not a lot of actual concrete implications to to really explore but i have got a yeah, couple there, there's some between some notes, the so beginning start. and end uh most of it is mm. just oh do you know what we've forgotten the intro yeah intro good evening everyone and welcome to the implications of phineas and Ferb podcast there's 365 days in a gap year and uni's gonna come and end it so be once in a lifetime problem for us is to find a Making a podcast. Welcome back to the implications of Phineas and Ferb, where we discuss the implications of Phineas and Ferb. Except this episode, it's the Wizard of Oz, and there's not many implications because it's all just Candace being batshit crazy and her own psyche and the dreams she has and how weird it is. Yeah, Candace needs to see a therapist. I'm gonna say. Is kind of fucked. Hang on, I'm gonna do something to sex. Ugh. And he's gone. I'm padding for time. What's he doing? Haven't got a clue. Candace's mental state's really holding her back, and I do think she needs. Yeah, a hundred percent. She um. Yeah, she's got a lot of issues with uh, around the boys and their busting and uh, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and they manifest. Yeah, she's in focusing way too much on them than on her own. Mm. She um. So, right off the bat, one of the only concrete implications in the episode because it's pre-dream, the boys. Wash the house, and the way that they yeah they clean the house yeah they clean the house, and the way that they do that is they've put it the entire house on a on a stand that can um, hold it up in the air and then spin it so that they can just hold a power washing hose at it and just yeah just nice even strokes guys remember <laughs> so they just power blast the entire house as it spins and they warn Candace, but I'd probably evacuate her. Because I feel like being inside the house at that point would be very dangerous. Yeah, a hundred percent. But they also, just leave everything would have to be strapped down. Yeah, the centrifugal force would just be insane. Yeah, uh, it's 
It's centripetal force, but oh, that's yeah, all right. Sorry, I don't know my names, but you know. And also, you're going to no, say your thing about how it's an imaginary force. Yeah, it's a fictitious force. Yeah, that doesn't but exist. um, G forces are not centrifugal force. Pardon? G forces are not, and there would be a lot of G's when you were spinning around. That yes, thing, right? you would feel a lot of G's with the speed that shit was mm. spinning. That was fucking intense. She could have been standing on the side of the walls, which would have been very cool, until you know her head went through her spine um, as the force just crushed her. Yeah, she'd be but just you like know. smushed. Smushed. R.I.P. Candace, two thousand seven to two thousand and. Ten, I'm gonna say. What do you mean when this episode came out? Yeah, probably 2010. No, nah, it would have been 2009, I guess. Yeah. These guys had a consistent schedule. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. This was once a week. And there's a lot, at least. We're willing to devote some time to record an episode of this podcast every week, but we are sure as fuck not going to devote time to googling when Can season two of the show drawing, came out. Drawing an episode each week. Oh, Holy it's not. Shit. Um, Phoenix and Verb isn't drawn. It's computer animated. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. But you have to draw, like, some of it. Yeah, I mean, you still draw, like, on the computer. Like, you're still using a drawing tablet, but it was quicker because yeah. of the because you could, like, move things and around. And then you have to get voice acting. Mm. You have to do all sorts of stuff. You have to write it. Yeah. God, it's a lot of effort. Like, I, I can't imagine. Okay, and they were like, how do you wash the house? We do it like this. Or we get a bathtub. And they're like, where the fuck's the bathtub? And they're like, we want to know about this bathtub. <laughs> Luckily, they thought of that, and they show us the bathtub, and it's the middle of the street, and apparently the city uses it as a reservoir. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a big bathtub, but... Yeah, just use a bathtub why? as a reservoir. Why not? Like. Yeah, but why would you have the reservoir in the middle of the street? Also, what happens when he wants to wash... The house again, they're like, oh, they're using it as a reservoir now. So do they just stop using it as a reservoir? And then. Well, maybe they're probably using it for a little bit of extra water because they might be in like a drought or something. So maybe they'll give it back in a little bit. I don't know. They've got a yeah, good relationship like, with the. We've used the water now. They've got a good relationship with all the people that do infrastructure for the city. So it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And so then Candace, in her, as she's dying, because of the spinning of the house, she's like, "All right, I'm gonna have a fever dream now mm-hmm. um, from the acid I took last night." And um, she sure does, doesn't she? She goes absolutely and insane. She has a good one, and it starts with Susie getting hit by a house, <laughs> which I approve which, of. To be fair, is a great way so, to start any dream. Absolutely great. <laughs> um, Schattenfreude is the word. Joy from the no the thought. suffering of others. It's a German word. Uh, and yeah, um, or when you yeah, I hundred percent enjoyed Susie it. Susie suffocate underneath the house makes me feel good. Yeah, because it's Susie. She's a little demon child. Um, yeah, and she's fine. She's perfectly fine. Yep. Just ask. Her. <laughs> the there was just a lot of really good jokes about her um, her being trapped uh, under the house, but she's fine. And she's like, seriously, so I just yeah. get to Jack. I'll be, I get get out. And they're like, nope, just ignore that. Yeah, just ignore it. She's just gonna stay underneath the house mm. now. And so then she gets the boots, uh, red boots yep. instead of instead the of red, red ruby slippers. Yep. And Doof wants those red boots. Interesting bit of trivia, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. This is completely unsourced. So literally, if you're listening to the podcast, Google this because it's probably wrong. But I, I recall hearing it somewhere and I'm not going to be bothered to fact check it. I recall hearing oh somewhere that the, the source material for The Wizard of Oz is in the public domain but the Wizard of Oz movie is not. And the Wizard of Oz movie is where the red shoes were featured. 
which is why a lot of adaptations, like book adaptations and stuff, change the slippers to silver. Now, I can't remember if it's oh. Disney that owns the rights. So I can't remember. So do we know what's in the original book? Is there anything in the original yeah, book? Yeah, in the original or? book, I'm pretty sure it's silver, which is why the adaptations use silver, like people using oh, it. Oh, no. I, and also, didn't they use red ruby slippers because they wanted to show off color? Yes. Because it was yeah. one of the first color movies. Mm, and red really popped. So, yeah, nice. and yellow brick road. Yeah. Um, Shit like that. But I also, I'm pretty sure because I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that Disney made Oz the Great and Powerful. I think Disney owns the rights to Wizard of Oz now, which means that they were probably did, able to use it because Wizard Disney also make Phineas and Ferb, as we know. Yes, our Lord and Xavier's. Mm, so, yeah, random trivia about the red boots. Probably Google it. Probably wrong, but you know. Pray to the Mickey Mouse God. Yes. That is Disney. All praise the Mouse House. Disney, we love you guys. Please <laughs> let us be the, anyway, be the official so Candace the podcast. is going crazy. Isabel oh, is the nice insane. witch. She's, just she's like, lost it. Walk on the yellow brick road. Um, and then, there's also a brief moment of Phineas and Ferb unfolding the set that this movie yeah, is set in. Candace is like, Phineas and Ferb must be behind all of this. And then literally behind all of this, as in mm. they pull away the set, is Phineas and Ferb. And they just say, hi, Candace. And she's like, what? And then they move it back and then she runs past. Mm. They, she runs into reality. the set and it's like, um, there's just a lot there, so this was, but it's a dream. So that's, you know, yeah, before definitely this not was real. confirmed to be Candace's crazy mind, that is proper reality manipulation. Yeah. By just folding it back. Maybe this was Phineas and Furball playing a really good practical joke on Candace. Yeah, I would say that. But I think the practical joke was starting the house spin and resulting in <laughs> Candace's blood loss in her head as she that's a, stuck to the wall. That's a very good point. Very good point. Flushed to the back of her mind. Um, so um, powering through it, Isabella sings a song because Isabella's the good witch. Um, and Candace is already sick of the singing by the first song and she probably shouldn't be because it's about six more to come. Yeah, but to be fair, in your own, well, in my head at least, if I'm dreaming and there's a song... Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not that massive into musicals. Yeah, I'm actually if I have control over it. I I like being in musicals, but I'm not that big of a fan of listening to them. I like a lot of the elements of them, like I like reoccurring motifs, and I like. Yeah, and I don't mind watching a musical, but there's a difference between like watching the musical and then having it in your head when yeah. you dream. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's that's different, and that's. I also struggle with a lot of the classic musicals. Like I've never been massive on Wicked or I've never um I've never been massive on like you know, the 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 really like classic Les Mis type stuff, like the bombastic musicals. I've I just never been, you know, that big into yeah, it. They're a bit I classical and they're a bit worship the singer for me. The only live show with lots of music I liked was Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing is pretty great. That's because Dirty Dancing is just fan fucking tastic. Mm. Amazing show. Go watch that video. Um, uh, but yeah, they. Um, the of my life. Anyway, um, they continue along the yellow brick road. Um, like this before. Do us, do us a favor and shut up. <laughs> it's the truth. Oh, uh, head out you. to you. All right, all right. Good music. Continue with the podcast. Um, or good music heavy uh, movie, I guess. So they. What? Is Dirty Dancing... Dirty Dancing's not a musical, is it? Because, like, they don't sing. It is a musical. 
Yeah. Oh, you know, they do. Well, they dance. Yeah. To music. They dance to music, but the music is all like diegetic within the film. So I'm one. pretty sure that doesn't make it a musical. Like, it's not like a story where the language People is just, through music. Yeah. It's music that's playing it's in the film. I think it's just a movie. Yeah. Isn't it? Just, it's just a movie. A movie. <laughs> it's just a good movie that does lend itself to live performance fairly easily. Yes. Um, okay. So the entire way along the yellow brick road, the boys are trying to tempt Candace away from um, from just yeah. walking along it. It's a bit weird. Yeah, he's like, they're like, you could take the yellow brick road, but we have this really cool, fun way. And I'm like, why do you sound like the devil right <laughs> now? Um, even though you are using unicorns, and it looks fairly actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, and ice skates along a edible path, apparently. Ice. Ice cream and bouncy, bouncy walkway. And Candace is meeting all of the friends along the road, um, except not a Tin Man. Um, who who is it instead? A oh tree. yeah, a tree. Jeremy. Jeremy's a tree. And they and meet a lion bear tiger hybrid in Buford instead of just a normal lion. Mm. Um, and I just like to point out, um, there's hills like there's ups and downs on. Phineas and Ferb's ice skating thing. You can't really ice skate uphill. It's really difficult. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah. Ice skating uphill is... Because, I mean, firstly, you need a really smooth and really packed uphill. bit of ice to ice skate on. Because you can't ice skate in snow. It has to be ice that's hard enough that you can't cut it. Um, and you don't really... You, you can't really make that curve. Like, you'd have... It yeah, would be a ridiculous amount of effort. An uphill ice... Mm. And then... I've gone down an ice slide before, just but that was just in my pants. <laughs> but like a penguin exhibit. It was fun. <laughs> it was a good time. And then also the amount of like speed you'd gain going downhill would be ridiculous. Because your, your skates yeah. are so low friction. Like... Yeah, you would just you would just fall. You'd near, near, well, not near reach terminal mm. velocity, but... You definitely hit the ground when it did the dip and went started going back up. Yeah, your your knees would experience a significant <laughs> amount of force coming when you finally flattened out. Mm. Although it is a lot um, easier to skate, like rollerblade or roller skate uphill and downhill compared to ice skating. Ice skating is a very much well, flat yeah, thing. Yeah, because you just, you just don't get ice yeah. like that. It's too hard to fall yeah. and then keep like that. And because it's just so, do- slow da- so damn slippery ice itself like it runs the water the water would just like flow down mm. and you can sh- skate up ice we can't skate up water mm. that's very true anyway yes some quick so doof yeah you go oh you go he's a warlock not a, wizard, <laughs> not, not a, warlock. a witch a warlock yeah which is a fair justification i guess mm-hmm. um, um they are the same green, thing though in my opinion and looks exactly like the evil witch of the west yes it's a classic parody, Phineas and Ferb style. They've done it with Star Wars. They're probably going to do it with Marvel. I haven't seen those ones yet. Um, oh, they're good. We're actually coming up to the beak, and I'm so keen. The what? The beak. The beak. The beak. The beak. It's an episode of Phineas and Ferb. Is it, it's just called and The it Beak. Plays on, um, it plays mainly on Superman. Oh, cool. But a bit of Iron Man. Um, kind of. There's a bit of se- season two is very muddled in terms of my memory because some of the episodes I really remember, some of them I don't really at all. Season two is kind of muddled in general because, mm. like, where the hell did this Wizard of Oz come from? Yeah, it's not quite as tonally consistent as season one, three, and four. 
Four's very like big in scope. It has like crossovers and, and two parts and stuff. Keeps doing the big double part one. Yeah. yeah, and Which season three is very much like um, the more like surrealist and and witty writing. And then season one's very classic Phineas and Ferb. Season two's kind of doing all three of those at once. Which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. I still like it. Um, it's just like anyway, less cohesive. I want to point out in Candace's dream. So she, Perry goes fight Doof. Yes. Okay, classic for us. Not really classic for her, but whatever works. But he recognizes Perry. Mm. So Doof is able to recognize Perry. He goes, you with the boot, boot thief. So he knows the difference. I found it funny that um, Candace's version of Doof and Smirch doesn't have facial recognition problems like um, subject rec- subject recognition issues. Yeah. While the real Doofenshmirtz stuff. He would never be able to recognise Perry without the fedora. Yeah, no, he would have been gone, oh, that's Perry the platypus. And then he wouldn't have gone, oh, you're the platypus that was with the girl before because mm. he wasn't wearing the fedora. Yeah. Yeah. But because this is Candace's mind and her very limited experience with Doofenshmirtz, she hasn't actually seen it. And so in her image, he would be able to connect those two dots that he can't. Yeah. Anyway, it's just interesting. interesting. Like, I guess that maybe they didn't have time for one of those jokes or maybe like it wouldn't make sense for Candace to know that. But also, how does she know Perry's a secret agent? Who knows? But it never comes up that he's a secret agent. Yeah. He just wears a hat <laughs> that has all these cool things. Okay, true. So maybe she could just lie that she just was like, my head in its fever dream thought that a fedora would, would look good on Perry. And to be fair, a fedora does look real good on Perry. So, yeah, exactly. But she'd never, she's never seen mm. Perry in a fedora. Um, not properly. At least. Some more quickfire things. When the army of squirrels comes to get Candace, we get a little um, sample from SIMP from Simp. Squirrels in yeah, my pants. Squirrels. Squirrels. And she says it twice. Yeah, and there's um there's a couple. That, that's not the only instance of some old music coming back in a new episode. Yeah, yeah. They've hit, there's been times where they've like referenced themselves. They've hit the point where the show's gotten big enough and it's had enough episodes that they can chuck a little bit of fan service in there, which I appreciate. It's good stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's the sort of stuff we're going to pick up on mm. as soon as we see it. Like, bit ah, of a reward ah. for the fans. And speaking of a we reward for the fans. Jumping forward to the episode, no, I'm jump- jumping forward in the episode. When they get to Bustopolis, there's some more Easter eggs for the fans in what's going on in Bustopolis. We've got like all of that. So yeah. the opening scene of Bustopolis when it shows everything, mm. um, all of them are just previous adventures. Yeah, you got the roller coaster, you got the baby head, you got the monster trucks, you got um, the rocket ship, rocket ship, you got there's love handles in there. Yeah, love handles just there it's so cool seems pretty idyllic it's just that they're just doing small references to all the things they've done and that's what is in bustopolis everything she's missed the bus <laughs> of good stuff she's missed the bus um and then also relevant to they, oh actually no you go uh, they all get their gifts is what i was going to talk about yeah and each of their gifts. yeah well I'll, I'll actually chuck in before that um when candace is climbing the steps it shows that she's climbing like a hell of a lot of steps to get up to the top there because she refuses yeah, to take like the 7, easy way up. 7,500 was one of mm. the numbers at the end. I it says 7,500 steps. Now, after a quick Google, the standard step size is 7 in- and 3 quarter inches, which is 19.8 centimetres, so just short of 20 centimetres. I rounded up to 20. Um, that means oh, yeah. that 
she climbed upwards a kilometre and a half. Did we work out how many stories that is? What? Give me one sec. What is the standard size of a single floor? Around 4.3 metres. So... Divide that. Hold on. Divided by... Oh, hold on. 1,500 divided by 4.3. Oh. I, I fucked it. Hold on. 1,500 divided by 4.3 equals... She climbed 348 stories. Right. Well... That's a lot of stairs. Um, space is 100 kilometres, so she's a bit off that. bit off space, but, but she's certainly quite high up. Uh, what was the highest building? We've Googled this before. The, um, is it called the Burj Khalifa? Yeah, right. 828 metres, the Burj Khalifa. Jeez, so it's um, taller than the tallest building in the world? Yeah, so she climbed that, and that is... How many stories in that? It's got 163 stories. Yeah, so almost exactly right, yeah. half of the 348. That's pretty... Yeah, but she did, what, a kilometre and a half? How high did she yeah, go? Yeah, kilometre and a half. Fuck, she was really pumping Yeah, that. that is a lot of steps. Well done, Candice. Can you imagine doing that many steps in your dreams? I guess in dreams it kind of... Time goes, yeah, a bit weird. She probably just teleported to the top. Bit. But, yeah, anyway, so she gets up there and then she starts getting all the gifts. The yeah, the wizard gets, gets the course. gifts. Mum... Mm. But it turns really out to be the boys because she calls mum. Mum says, I'm just cooking. <laughs> and then the boys come out from behind the curtain in The Wizard of Oz. That was the wizard. It was just a normal guy. Uh, but it's Phineas and Ferb and this who aren't normal. They yes. proceed to give out the stuff and he's just like, cool's really hard to do, Baljeet. Um, but I do have these sunnies. <laughs> and Baljeet's like, that works there. for me. And then he says something cool like, something or other and clicks his fingers and he's like, don't ever do it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Phineas already giving tips on how to be cool because he is the coolest person. Yeah, if anyone can uh, give those out, it's Phineas. They move on to Jeremy and they're like, Jeremy, we, can, we can't make you stop being a tree. Because you're not. Um, but you are delusional. <laughs> you're insane. And I'm like, what? Plot twist. What? <laughs> and then they just take off the zipper in the back and he's a normal guy in underwear and I am so very confused. Why that's a thing in Candace's head. Like, what? Yep. Why? Why would she imagine, I don't know if his boyfriend exactly at this point, but her crush as a tree. Yeah, that's very weird. Um, but not as weird yeah. as the fact that Buford, Buford wanted nothing and then turns out he wanted a ham sandwich. Yeah, I didn't think that was that bad. But he only accepted to take it because <laughs> they wouldn't shut up. And I feel that. There's a lot of times in like... Conversations where people are like, oh, do you need this? And you're like, no, I'm chill actually. And they're like, oh, you sure you don't want it? And you're like, no, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want a biscuit. And it's like, oh, I'm offering this biscuit. You sure you don't want it? And you'd be like, all right, I'll take the biscuit. Yeah, but and then you eat the biscuit and it's nasty as fuck. Yeah, and you wish you didn't eat it. But then again, um, when it comes to biscuits, it just it all depends on the biscuit, doesn't it? Because if you think I'm turning down at Kingston, <laughs> Oof, never. Kingstons are the biscuits of gods. I love, love a Kingston. good Kingston. Kingstons. All the best. Mm. Oh, that's just um, so very good. So 
rapid fire stuff, pretty much finishing out the entire episode. Um, wanted to briefly yeah, jump quick, back a sec. Candace's final thing is she gets to talk to mum. Mum's like, have fun. This the whole story that's left with in the episode, which I don't think is the best message, was don't do what people tell you, um, and follow the path your two younger brothers say is fun. <laughs> I don't know. Your younger brothers might be into drugs. That sometimes <laughs> isn't the best idea. I wouldn't recommend it. Your little brother might just be a little idiot. (laughs) Billy. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I love you, Billy, if you're listening. He's not, but, like, if he was. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, even if you don't have little brothers like myself, I think it's, like, a message of um, don't follow the path. Anyway, I'm just like, eh, sometimes paths are nice. Um, We we need some society following people. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a society. Yeah, true. Anyway, continue. Um, a little thing I wanted to men- jump back and mention before we rounded it off. Um, I really like the joke where they're falling from the blimp and Phineas goes, oh, no, they're headed for the sea of razor-sharp razor rock spikes. Good. See, this wouldn't, like, that. That I was a bit phased because I was like, holy crap, they're going to die. But then I was also like, Phineas doesn't care. That's pretty on point. <laughs> Like he just doesn't character. care. They'll die. It'll be right. <laughs> he wouldn't mind. And then he goes, good thing it was so badly named. And it's just a mountain range made so of pillows. appropriately named and it's just huge pillows, mm. yeah. I just think it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's just great. It's the sort of thing I would name things, which is not a good good idea. But like, <laughs> but it is funny. It's funny. Um, And then we get Candace waking up. Then we... Yeah, and then we get the most terrifying two seconds. Oh yeah, um, that I've ever. So seen. they hop all on a yeah. self-balancing unicycle and drive it off a jump, and it's all it's yeah, all it's wholesome. All sweet. She's learned her lesson. Mm. She just wants to have more fun. She's not gonna bust her brothers as much. And then a giant eldritch god duo, Phineas and Ferb, rip down the fabric of space time, look straight into the camera, and say, "Don't forget to have fun." Yeah, it's fucking. It's terrifying. terrifying. That's like. That's like the it sort of that it sort of scan where he like jumps tries to jump out of the camera, except actually scary because you're not expecting it, and they're just like, "Don't forget, we're still here and we're behind it all, and we have command over everything that's we playing in front universe. of your eyes." Or maybe Candace right. never we're woke up. We're characters and almighty eldritch gods. Please have fun, and you're like, "What?" Cthulhu is scared of these two. Undercut that tone with a fucking banger. <laughs> um, with rusted, yep, then a bit more rusted. fan service that's mentioned before. Rusted, busted comes back in the form of rusted. Hilarious, yeah. and it's really cool because it's got it actually tells you what rusting is and it oxidizes. And I'm like, oh, neat bit of science in there, kind of good stuff. It tells you about it, and I'm like, if I was to describe rusting to someone, this is a good way of doing it. You're rusted, and it's the Tin Man because mm. the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. Which isn't in the Wizard of Odd, but they just brought Wizard of Oz, Tin Man. Quite iconic, if you ask me. All right. And I think that's it for the episode. That's it. Nice uh, quick before... episode. I also yeah. don't want to do any editing, so y'all are going to be hearing this as is. There's going to be no cuts. I'm just going to chuck the theme song oh, in. Oh, I thought you could cut this down for quite, 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 quite well. Yeah. But anyway. Nah, I'm not going through the full thing. I'm, I'm too lazy. I've got to get it out too quickly and I've got too many assessments. I would just listen and as soon as you zone out, cut. Yeah. And then as soon as you zone back in, cut and remove that bit and see what happens. Not a bad idea. Um, we'll anyway. see. If you're hearing this conversation, you'll know which we've chosen. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Anyway, we've got a little bit of fan mail that I have completely forgotten about. Oh, have we? For a while. Um, so, James Jenkins. Have we, have we spoken about him? Uh, I don't think we have. Um, Hi, James Jenkins. He's, he's James and he is from New Zealand. Oh, um, from New Zealand. And Instant he respect. is obviously amazing because New Zealand's great. Um, he's enjoying the podcast and but and he's been just burning through it. Good I stuff. Work, I've just worked out some weird stuff such as Phineas and Ferb was created by Thomas and his friends. Uh, and both shows have incredible music. Anyway, he's really into um, Thomas. Thomas. Oh, Thomas Tank Engine? His friends. Bro, that little crossover thing. Um, he did send in an email. Here it is. Very nice. Um, he goes, hello from the Tasman, yet again, Joe and Lachlan. To answer the question I might have brought up during my last email, um, Phineas and Ferb can make artificial life. So I think the that Soto and the locomotives and the rolling stock, um, they had time to kill. Thus, Thomas and friends are created by them. So he thinks Thomas the Tank Engine. I will and 100% accept that cinematic universe crossover theory. I was a very big fan of Thomas the Tank Engine when I was a kid to the point of obsession. I could name... And he said, again, they both have fantastic music. Yes, they do. And... Um, they both have terrifying undertones. Fun. They both have terrifying undertones. Very first episode yeah. of Thomas the Tank Engine, they just leave a train to die. They get stuck in a tunnel, so they just seal up the tunnel. It's terrifying. Fuck, that's terrifying. Yeah, these are living beings. Um, <laughs> also, in episode 25, we're talking about the teleporter. Yes. Um, and he has a theory, which is uh, first the things are scanned and then analysed with energy within the object to supercharge, turning it to gas, so evap- like it vaporises the thing you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. It is then replicated in the desired location and the transfer of power in the thing is entirely absorbed. This includes... Um, this includes gravitational force dissipating the energy, allowing the machine to repeat the process, thus your teleporter. Signed, James, your cross-Tasman man, which Very is nice. great. Congrats. He is the only person who followed through with the um, out, you know, remember you tried to start that? Oh, yeah. Your cross-Tasman man. Yep. Yeah. Um, you also forgot about it. I did, yeah. Um, but I'm glad this man didn't forget about it so thank you our cross tasman man yes very nice the uh, official i do talk to him about that um, theory as well mm-hmm. um, but if you want to have a conversation with us as well you know where to write in feel free yeah to write in too that's your cue. oh that's my cue i thought you were gonna do it um no no i set it up perfectly yeah uh write into the implications of finis and ferb at gmail.com that is our email you can also hit us up on the twitter of underscore Ferb. I have notifications on for Twitter. It's probably the best way to reach me. Um, you can also find us technically on Reddit and TikTok. Those are both in the description. Oh. And implications of Phineas and Ferb on Instagram is us. We're also fairly frequently on there. Um, usually it's Joe. Yeah, usually Insta- I leave Instagram it alone. is a good spot. Yeah, usually I leave I the Instagram alone. I am on that for the memes I get sent by you and Zach. So. <laughs> good memes. And yeah, that's about it. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we will probably be back to our weekly upload at least for a little bit because I'm going to be on a break starting in a couple of days. So that'll be nice. <laughs> but yes, we will try. We'll try our best. Thank you so much for listening. And Joe, I know what we've done today. Hit the outro. I know what we've done today. Outro button. The implications of Phineas and Perp. Listen to it.
whenever you can.